0: Peggy Hoyt.
1: Hello, pet lovers. Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats. I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Hoyt and Bryan, where we create estate plans for pets and their people. Also brought to you by Animal Care Trust USA, a national nonprofit dedicated to keeping loved pets in loving homes. We do this by educating pet parents about the importance of getting a pet trust for their loved pet. We also provide trustee services. Today, it is my pleasure to introduce to you our special guest. Her name is Leslie Florange, and she is the owner of Tender Loving Care Pet Nursing Hotel. Welcome to this show, Leslie.
2: Thank you, Peggy. Great to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited um, to share with our listeners about what you're doing. I think this is a first of a kind for us in terms of the unique perspective that you've taken on something that I think probably pet owners think they know a lot about, but not this, Um, because if they're familiar with the traditional doggy daycare or boarding facility, this is anything but traditional. So tell us about it.
2: Sure. Well, um, Tender Loving Care Pet Nursing Hotel specializes in caring for special needs pets, So we do overnight pet boarding, and we do daycare, and we also do daycare enrichment classes. And we do that for pets that I call ones that have special needs, which to me means pets that um, maybe are anxious, um, not well socialized haven't um, done well in other doggy daycare facilities, pets that maybe are sick, they have a disease that needs to be treated and cared for, Uh, older pets, and um, pets that may be just recovering from surgery. Um, So they need more one-on-one care as opposed to group play where they're running around with 10 or 20 other pets or dogs.
1: What a, what a great niche that. that is. Yeah, and um, are, are you a nurse by trade by any, any chance? No,
2: I am not a nurse by trade. I just uh, <laughs> I just had a lot of experience um, working with veterinarians at the Hills Pet Nutrition Company where I helped develop a lot of the therapeutic products such as hypothyroidism, um, weight control, skin allergy products, et cetera. So had a lot of exposure to diseases in cats and dogs and understanding that a lot of specialization in aging pets. So I have a lot of that type of knowledge.
1: Well, and I know that's a huge concern for pet owners um, that have these special needs pets. I have a special needs pet. I mean, she was raised with six other dogs, but she's that high anxiety pet. Mm-hmm. And if I ever needed to leave her anywhere, it would be such a traumatic experience for her. So Tell us a little bit how you deal with
2: those anxious dogs. Sure. So with the, first of all, our facility is set up with um, what I call suites. So they're, They're tempered glass suites. The pets can see out. You can see in. So there's no gates. There's no um, bars or anything like that. Um, They each have a really comfortable bed, whether it's a big barker if you have mobility issues or a corunda bed or a really soft bed if you're, you know, have mobility issues and you can't get up on a bed. Um, And so um, we make sure that Each suite is set up specifically for that pet that's coming in. Um, Our intake process is pretty involved if we are taking in pets that have special needs. Um, And so for anxious dogs, we also keep Thunder Shirts on hand. We have CBD oil, we have, um, uh, you know, uh, pheromones, especially for the cats and fish tanks for the cats. Um, And then the, the pets are taken out every two hours. Um, So they go out um, and, you know, get walked. Um, If it's cats, we're up there every two hours and we can let the cats out of their suites to roam around in the penthouse that they have up there. Um, And they can go into a pocket window if they wish. Um, And then we have treat time at 11 a.m., 2 p.m., and 7 p.m. And then off hours, we have cuddle time where we have um, one of our employees star she is our star cuddler and she goes around and cuddles with the pets and makes sure that they're all right and we're constantly going in and uh, checking on them if we need to reset a suite to keep it smelling fresh um, so that you know we'd never want to send any of our pets home smelling like you know like dirty or anything like that. So we also have um, bathing capabilities as well. Right now we do not have a groomer. We would love a groomer, but um, right now we don't have one.
1: Well, and from looking at the pictures on your website at tlcpetnursinghotel.com, I can see that you have fabulous choices for these animals to enjoy their stay at the pet nursing hotel, Um, I always look at these and I'm a little jealous because I think, wow, you know, people would enjoy that, um, that kind of extra loving care treats at, you know, various times throughout the day. And I'm sure if you forget the dogs are going to remind you because mine are really good at reminding me about what time it is. Um, and it's interesting because anxious dogs, um, are not always anxious about the same things. Some are anxious about strangers. Some, as you said, are anxious about thunderstorms, um my golden retriever, she could care less about a thunderstorm, but put her in a car and she's gonna have a nervous breakdown. So she does not like going in a vehicle. Mm. My little Pomeranian, you can drag him all over the world. You can put him in a pouch, take him on a plane, but thunderstorm, he's gonna blow apart. Um, So it's just depending on that individual pet, all of the different things that uh, they might experience. But I love that you have a place for cats too.
2: Yes, we do. We have a, a pet penthouse upstairs. So we, we're we in a house that I, that I took over. It used to be a beauty salon and they went out of business. So I took that uh, property and renovated it um, to fit the dog suites in and then upstairs to make sure. I wish we had a separate entrance, but we don't. But we have um, an upstairs attic. And that's where we have our cat penthouse. And we have special pets, uh, special suites that were built for them so that they have ventilation. Um, There's a fake fish tank there for them, scratching poles, and then each suite, has a window that they can look out of. Um, And uh, when they come out of the suites, a lot of them end up going into these little pocket windows and just hanging out in there all day, watching the traffic go by, watching the birds and the trees. Um, So it's perfect. And if we have uh, more cats, we've we've made space downstairs for the cats. Cause sometimes we have five cats um, that don't wanna be together in one suite. So it's worked out really well. Um, when cats come, for some reason, they usually stay for 10 days, whereas dogs uh, don't usually stay that long.
1: That's interesting, probably because yeah. some cat owners would, would dare maybe to leave their cat for one or two days by themselves, but never for an extended period of time. And of course, dogs, you can't leave for more than about 15 minutes, it seems <laughs> exactly. like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Well, as the owner of six dogs, I know I know how much uh, effort goes into, you know, providing for them in the morning and throughout the day and making sure everyone's comfortable and getting up at a specific time. Believe me, they don't want you to sleep in not for five minutes um, because they've got their schedule. And um, I think your suites are absolutely adorable. And you've given me a good idea for. Um, how I might set up suites at my own house for my dogs. I, I love the the glass view of that and yet the separation and, um, and cats do love to have that outside look. My two indoor kitties have their own catio um, so that they can go out on the pool deck and enjoy the outside and oh. um, watch the birds and and do whatever their outside stuff is. And they have a, a door that goes in and out of my house and, so they, it's almost like they have free range, but they're always protected.
2: Right. How beautiful. Well, that's yeah. So that's so
1: nice. Florida. Yes. Well, yeah. Except when it's hot, raining or um, having a thunderstorm, right? True this. Um, so one of the things that I know about your place, because you provide these extra tender, loving care services is that you actually are staffed 24 seven.
2: Yes, we have uh, three different shifts. We have a 7 to 3 shift, a 3 to 11 p.m. shift, and then a 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. shift. So there's always someone there. Um, and, um, you know, unfortunately we do not have a 20, 24 a hour veterinarian in town. We have one that stays up until midnight and then they close. So, um, I wish we had that just in case anything goes wrong. Thank God nothing ever has, um, between the hours of midnight and, and 7 AM. Um, but, um, that is something I wish we had, but yes, we we have someone on staff always checking. We have cameras that um, we can also check on them, so that we're not waking them up. But it's important, I think, especially for pets that you know are older or incontinent or have mobility issues, that someone is there taking care of them overnight. And that's yeah. what you know. What I always say is, I want our pet parents to have peace of mind, so that when they go away and and they don't have to worry we send report cards out every day with pictures letting them know what's going on and and if there's something else happening we call them and let them know you know we first say you know everything's fine just want to let you know x y and z thing so and they're free to call us at any time as well because there's always someone there and many parents do Uh, when they're on cruises you know they get really anxious because they're communication capability is never that good. Um, So we text and we email our um, report cards to make sure that they're getting the information about their pets.
1: That's excellent, because I know when I travel, I appreciate so much getting those photos, I call them my proof of life photos, um, that everybody's doing well, and um, and of course, you know, making sure that the pet sitter knows that they can get a hold of me at any time. Um, I note that you were um, voted the best place to board a pet in 1920 and 1921, and I'm sure you're going for that again in 22.
2: Yes. So yes, 2020 was the year that we opened and it was, we opened right in the middle of the pandemic. We opened in May of 2020, which, oh boy, was that a slog. But yes, um, I was heartened, even though we weren't doing great business, that uh, people voted for us from hearing about us, we do tours on a regular basis and um, really believe in us. And then again, in just last year in 2020 uh, as well, we, w- we were voted best of. So um, let's see what 2020 brings.
1: Oh, I'm sure 2022 is going to be your best year ever because people are excited about traveling again. And I'm sure you're booked to the nines
2: already. Yeah, we've had some really good bookings and we're excited that we have bookings even for June. So that's exciting.
1: Yes, excellent. Well, and I'm I'm headed off to my first out-of-country trip for uh, this trip has been booked since 2019, so I'm uh. finally going to get to go to Norway in May. And um, beautiful. Yes, I'm very excited. Um, fortunately, I guess for me, my husband is not a traveler, so he will stay home with my six dogs and three horses and two cats. Um, so I don't have to board them, but um it will be good to travel again. And I know your clients feel the same way. Absolutely. I noticed the other thing that you have available um, is pet massage and pet Reiki. And we've talked about that a few times on the show. So that's wonderful that your pets can take advantage of that.
2: Yeah. You know, we, um, the pet massage is far more, um, prevalent. I think people just are not as aware of Reiki and what it does for you um, and thus what it can do for pets. So we've had a few, but not many people um, you know, ask us about that. And you know, I think that's really an opportunity for us, frankly, is to start really educating people when they're with us or when they stay with us and say, you know, you might wanna consider Reiki. I, I don't think we do that enough. Um, we spend more time um, talking to people about doing uh, enrichment with their pets so that they can get more socialized and use their brain more and, and you know, be active. But I think um, you're, you're reminding me, frankly, that we need to do a little bit more um, push and education on the Reiki.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people don't know a lot about Reiki. And, um uh, I got interested in Reiki myself about a decade ago and and took the class one and class two for humans and then went ahead and took a, a class on pet Reiki or animal Reiki. And um, I enjoyed it. And I'm sure that the pets appreciate those efforts as well. The other thing I want to touch on, Leslie, is the uh, palliative care and counseling. Talk to us a little bit about that.
2: Yes. Well, um... I had originally hoped to do a hospice when we opened TLC, but what I found um, is that people really do want to be home with their pets um, during those last weeks and months. So putting it at a facility that they can come and visit is not necessarily something that folks want to do. However, um, once that time has has come and passed, um, You know, sometimes it's really difficult to get over the loss of a pet. And so um, we actually have a certified uh, pet grief counselor here in Topeka, Felicia Glass. And um, the Reverend um, Delmar Delmar White is also um, a certified pet grief counselor. And so we do group counseling um, for people that want to come, you know, one on one isn't always as affordable as you might think. so doing it in a group is great. and I, I think hearing other people's experiences and letting them understand that yes, it's going to take time and yes, it's okay and you know yes, it's normal and don't worry about your friends that think you're crazy. Um, they just don't understand and but we understand. and so it's a safe place so it's a good thing.
1: I always think the opposite that the people who don't understand are the ones that are crazy, right?
2: exactly people that are not pet pet owners or pet people they're the ones that i think you know need counseling
1: <laughs> a few years ago a friend of mine and i we uh, put together kind of a monthly grief counseling group that we called peace after pet loss and um it was it was really good i you know, it came about because of some losses that we had had in our lives and, and we wanted to share that with others and we attracted a nice group of people. And, um, I think that is an important service to have available for pet parents because they don't always know where to go or, or how to, I mean, even just to have somebody listen as they, you know, work through some of those feelings, I think are really important. Absolutely. Yeah. So you do a lot of cool things and you have your concierge um, transport service as well.
2: Yes. Yes. So we have um, some folks that don't have vehicles and so they can't bring their pet in for especially when we were doing grooming, people needed someone to pick their pet up, bring them to the groomer and take them back. So we did a lot of that. And now um, we do that for folks who um, either for daycare, overnight boarding, that you know can't get to us, we can get to them. Um, and uh, I saw uh, a a pet facility online just last night that has a school bus where they, you know, go and pick up pets for, you know, doggy daycare. And it's hysterical, you know, the pets are on the bus and they drive to daycare and they drive them home. It's phenomenal. I would love to have something like that. So I saw uh, but, that on Facebook. It was funny. Yes. Yes. I saw <laughs> that on Facebook. It was adorable. Yeah. Uh, it was, I think it was a TikTok video or something even, but yeah, it was great. Um, I think go fetch is actually who did it. So, um, Yes. So we we pick up and in fact, I'm the one who does it. And then sometimes what happens is um, the veterinarian clinic will call me and say, we have a pet. We don't want to keep them here overnight without anybody being here. Can they come and stay with you guys? And so that's another thing. So I'll go and pick that pet up, get all of the instructions and then bring the pet back to stay with us. And then we follow, you know, the veterinarian's uh, instructions on what to do to keep them healthy until the next day and then take them back to the clinic or mom or dad might come and pick it up um, at TLC if it doesn't need to get back to the clinic for anything. So that's another thing. And we're, we're totally gratified, um, frankly, to have the support of the veterinarians in the area. They recommend customers to us all the time. Um, And it may be that they get that the pet isn't sociable or maybe they're slightly deaf or deaf and blind and different things like that. One one veterinarian clinic uh, in town just decided to stop um, boarding altogether and they just sent everybody our way. Of course, there's a big difference between what they charge and what we charge. So we didn't get everybody. Um, But we got a nice uh, a nice chunk of their business. And, you know, I'm forever grateful.
1: Well, and I see that there is a real niche too in that overnight stay when a pet can't stay at the vet because there's nobody there to monitor what's happening overnight. Um, I've had my vet more than once say, you need to come take your pet to the emergency overnight Um, Right. Which um, I could have had a really nice stay in a luxury hotel for what I ended up paying for that. Um, Exactly. So, yeah, I can see where that would be a true um, benefit. I I think you've given hopefully some vets in your area a business idea, too, that they need to have a 24 seven veterinary clinic option. Seems like they're popping up on all corners in our in our part of the world.
2: Well, you know, I, I, you know, as I said, I worked at Hills and I worked with a lot of veterinarians and, you know, we were looking at a study because of course now most veterinarians or young people going into school for veterinarian degrees are all women. Yes. They want to have a work-life balance. They want to have children. They don't want to own businesses. They're in enough debt already. And so consequently um, they're not interested in doing a 24 hour uh, clinic and certainly not in this area. Um, in Kansas. Um, We we even have a shortage of veterinary technicians. Um, So, you know, I I had two veterinarian technicians and then they moved away and, you know, and certified vet techs are even hard to get. So that industry is really going through a lot of change. I wish they would stay open 24 hours, but they don't. And then, you know, the other issue that I have um, is that the pets sometimes you know, there's not a lot of room in those crates or things that they put the pets in. And, you know, one one lady came and said to me, you know, I had to carry my pet home because it hadn't really walked in so long that, right. you know, it really wasn't very mobile. So, you know, there's something to be said about staying in, in that type of an environment, but certainly if the pet is um, needing, you know, overnight care from a veterinarian, or if we need to take a pet in, I think that's you know very important to have.
1: Absolutely. And um, I'm looking at the frequently asked questions at your TLC PetNursingHotel.com. And one of the questions that sticks out for me is, um, if you have a pet that's sick, that's attached to another family pet, can you bring both of the pets?
2: Yes. Yes. Um, um, We just we have that all the time. Um, And sometimes the mom is like, you know, but but Timmy, he really loves to run around and be with the 20 and 30 other dogs. And and now this one can't. And, you know, so we try to get them, you know, as part of our enrichment program to go down to the basement and try to run off that energy and use their brain with um, enrichment activities. So, yes. And we put them in the same suite um, so that they can be close to one another. And, um, I tell you, it's the pictures are, can be just so adorable when both faces are up against the a door looking out, like, are you coming to get us yet? You know, I mean, it's just, you know, adorable. Sometimes we have three in one suite that are all brothers and sisters. It's just hysterical. Cause they're usually all three different types of, you know, different breeds. And you see these adorable faces look at you like, Are you coming? Are you coming? You know, um, it's it's just a wonderful place to be every day.
1: I could see my four littles all wanting to be together in the same suite, and yes, you would have uh, quite the little uh, bundle of laughs with that too, because they like to pick on each other, they like to cuddle each other, they like to. We have one who cleans everyone's ears, and then we have another who cleans everyone's teeth. So I always say I have one that's going to be an ear doctor and one that's going to be a dentist. (laughs) (laughs) They're gifted. They are. So they keep everybody's ears squeaky clean and everybody's teeth. uh, uh, It's kind of disgusting, but uh, you know, they like it.
2: So it works for them.
1: Yeah. Well, I am so glad you were able to join us. What would you, uh, what would you want to leave our listeners with today, Leslie? You
2: know, I guess what I would leave your listeners with is, um, you know, think about what your needs are for your pets. Um, There are some dogs um, at their stage in life who are great to go to regular doggy daycare and run around with 10 or 20 other dogs. Um, But, you know, there are those dogs that it's just not the right situation for them. But if you can find a facility that will do pet enrichment with them, I highly recommend that. Um, But, you know, it's not one size fits all. And I think it's important to notice that and to realize that. And I think it's also important Um, to recognize that pets who are anxious, they really do have special needs. And you should talk with your veterinarian about what you can do to help ease that uh, anxiety so that they can be happy and you can be happy with them. I think that's very,
1: very good advice. And Today, we've been talking with Leslie Florange. She is the owner and founder of TLC Pet Nursing Hotel, tender loving care, pet nursing hotel. Um, Unfortunately for some of us, they're located in uh, Topeka, Kansas and not in your backyard, but um, what a wonderful service you're providing to pet parents in your part of the world. And we appreciate you and your innovation and all of the wonderful things that you're doing for pets.
2: Well, thank you, Peggy. It's a pleasure to get the opportunity to talk about what we're doing here in Topeka, Kansas, and hopefully maybe one day we'll be in a a town near you.
1: I certainly hope so. That would be awesome. So for our listeners, thanks for joining us today. And you know my motto, until there are none, please adopt one. And we look forward to talking to you each and every week. And if your pet doesn't have a pet trust, you can get one at AnimalCareTrustUSA.org. Have a great week. Happy tales.
0: Thank you for joining us on All My Children Wear Fur Coats with your host, Peggy Hoyt. We hope you learned something valuable for the benefit of your pet.